Hey, Nacho. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Welcome to Late to the Party. Where we talk about movies and TV shows we missed out on when they were super popular. I guess you could say that we're late Late to to the the party. party. (laughs) Hey, did you see some art this past week? I did see some art this past week. Thanks for asking. Wow. Tell me about the art. It was the immersive Van Gogh experience. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. You were there too. I was there too. Oh, wow. It was. I was not expecting it at all. Um, basically, our friend asked us like, do you want to go see this thing? And I was like, hell yeah, absolutely. And I was like, did no research on it. Yeah. So I didn't know what to expect. I've been wanting to go, but never made the effort to try to plan it. Oh, that's me all the time. I'm like, that's yeah. cool. Okay. Bye. Yeah. I just uh, knew it was going to be like projections and stuff, but actually being there, I was like, wow. Yeah. No, that's one of those things. I had the moment where you're like, wow, you cannot, you cannot capture this. Yeah. I'm not even going to try. Yeah, no. So yeah, it's, it's like 360 projections, even on the floor, not the ceiling, but all around you. Like I want to say like 10, 12 foot high projections. And it's just like this 20 minute montage of Van Gogh's work. Yeah, it's amazing. And but it's, it's like animated. not boring. Yeah, it's animated yeah. and it's like different pieces and like facets of his styles. And fun music. Oh, it was so good. I had a bit of a, a deep moment Oof. <laughs> that freaked me out. Oh, did you see yourself? No, during the, uh, during the cafe painting, mm-hmm. I was like, it's weird that you can kind of look at paintings as photos of the past and like looking at this painting of the cafe mm. you can kind of see how that was back when he was alive you went there huh yeah i really went there Oof. and i was like and then i had to like shake myself to be back in the moment <laughs> isn't that the point of art though is to move you yeah <laughs> that's what he would have wanted you know yeah definitely that's a lot <laughs> see i didn't think about it that way i was just like sick could you Whoa. say could you say it's an earful it's an earful and i would <laughs> go again oh <laughs> uh, speaking of visuals and art and stuff yeah the big lebowski had some interesting visuals yeah i didn't expect that neither did i huh i thought that this was going to be like some bullshit movie about just like nothing yeah because like everybody talks about like, actually i thought this was going to be a stoner movie is what i thought it would be because the way that like everybody <laughs> talks about it now and like the dude i was just like oh okay this is going to be like super bad but like older yeah was not that no. it was very very different from that yeah it's from 1998 by the way wow yeah what were we like five yeah Something like that. Wow. Imagine if we watched it back then. Oh my time. God. We'd be messed up. Yeah. What did you know about this movie? I knew that Jeff Bridges was the dude. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I, just I mean, knew, and Coen Brothers, but. I just knew there was the dude, bowling, and shenanigans. Shenanigans. Yeah. I would not have guessed the shenanigans, although with the Coen Brothers, you have to. I feel like I should have known bowling, but I didn't. Like, yeah. I didn't think about it actively. Yeah. I knew bowling because we watched a scene for college just ah. to, like, study it, but yeah no it was it's you know yeah this movie is interesting (laughs) yeah so can i tell you a synopsis yes it is jeff bridges tries to find a missing woman in the most laid-back way possible while john goodman screams a lot this plot went in so many directions yeah i was like hold on (laughs) rewind that a little bit i was like we are going every which way yeah i felt like i was somehow playing catch up while also not at the same time yeah i was like who is this and why are they there but why who's that person yeah i feel like you can't passively watch this movie because you'll miss a lot of details yeah Yeah. i think that's what messed me up i think this is the first (laughs) time that like splitting a movie over like two days or something has like not been the best move yeah because i did that and then i think something disconnected in my brain 
And you were like, what's happening? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, how do we open? We get a narrator. He starts telling us about Jeff Lebowski. This fella. Yeah. He's a slacker, calls himself the dude. The dude. We follow a tumbleweed. And it really brought me back to my first tumbleweed experience. You know, you never forget your first. Yeah, but it's kind of rude that the tumbleweed in the movie kept moving when rea- in reality. They, they don't. They do stop. They do. I they, mean, and we learned that the hard yeah, way. We learned that you the learned way. that the hard way. Yes. You almost crashed into one. <laughs> yeah. But luckily there's no one else on the road. Nope. I just happened to wake up two sleeping passengers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. They were in the backseat. That's the safest place to be. Yeah, we were fine. Yeah. Uh, the tumbleweed, we do follow it to LA. So we're in California. Which I guess we should have guessed with the tumbleweed. Yeah, I forgot that outside of LA is like desert. Yeah, same. Because <laughs> we're so cultured. We've been there so many, plenty of times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but basically, the, the narrator says that, you know, LA is a pretty cool place, but I've never been to London or France or anything, but I have seen some shit in LA. So then he says that the story took place in the early 90s, back when the conflict with Saddam and the Iraqis began, which he says is, is significant for some reason. I wasn't positive on that. Uh, now that you're saying that, I feel like it pops up a bunch of times. You know, thinking about Walter's character does make more sense, even though he didn't have anything to do with that. But still, it connects a little bit. And the bowling fantasy scene. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It pops up a couple times. You know when you take the note and then you're like, all right, I'm going to forget that immediately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Oh, all (laughs) the time. All the time. Why do we even take notes? I don't know why. (laughs) We should just not. We should just, if we just started reciting movies from memory. Oh my God, this would be such a disaster. It would be a, it would be five minute podcast. Yeah. And we'd be like, so then he dies at the end, right? (laughs) (laughs) But then get this. So this guy, right? He does some things and then like all this stuff happens. But there's this really funny joke in the middle and I can't remember it, but. And then like the end, we laughed a lot. Yeah. So you should watch this movie. Yeah. And. Great. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, we cut to a grocery store and Mr. Jeff Lebowski himself, the dude, comes in. He looks just like super schleppy, kind of like in a robe and in some whatever the the eight early 90s versions of like moccasins would be. Yeah, I thought he was in boxers. <laughs> I would I would say that as well. Yeah. He opens a carton of milk, sniffs it, and we cut to him at a cash register with milk on his mustache. <laughs> And I was like, dude, you couldn't wait till you got home. Not even 30 seconds. Yeah. The narrator says during this that the dude is possibly the laziest person in L.A., which would make him even maybe the laziest person in the world. Wow. Which is pretty impressive. Why do you roast him like that? I don't know. He like rotisserie style roasted this yeah. guy. Yeah. I mean, an even roast is a good roast. Yeah. So then we see him pay for his milk 68 cents by check. Wow. So that's, I feel like that's just a lot of effort, but like not to shame anybody for not having pocket change on them. That's still too much effort. Yeah. Right? Because then you have to carry your checks. Yeah. And a pen. Yeah. And then now the store has to cash 68 cents. That's annoying. I mean, that's their problem at that point. They're yeah, still getting the no, money. No, it sucks for them. Yeah, 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 The dude gets home, turns on his lights, and there's some dudes are inside and attack him. Yeah. He spills his milk everywhere. His milk. He his just milk. paid for it. <laughs> Well, good thing I guess he drank it on the way home. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> this one guy goes 90 school bully on him and puts the dude's head in the toilet over and over, asking him where the money is. Yeah. Um, Sir. I forgot that we still did that. This man doesn't look like he has any money. <laughs> he doesn't look like he has any money. He doesn't look like he flushes. So that's gross. Oh, geez. Yeah, that toilet was dirty. Yeah. The guy says that the dude's wife owes money to Jackie Treehorn, so he owes the money. And I'm like, damn, this is the luckiest mix-up for the other Jeff Lebowski. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> so convenient for him. Yeah. So then one of the other dudes, it's like a white dude and an Asian dude. The Asian dude just pees on his rug. Yeah. And I'm like, that's rude. And Why that did be- we have to do that? That becomes the biggest source of the conflict of this whole movie. Which <laughs> is incredible, I think. 
Like I would love to write a story that is the whole plot is the the most inconsequential thing. Yeah. Like some like you scratched my window. Now prepare to die. Yeah. Like one of those kind of things. <laughs> you yeah. cut me off in traffic. Like you know. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. So they mistake this guy for another Lebowski married to a bunny, and the guy's a, a person named Bunny, not a bunny. Not a bunny, bunny. The guys finally realize they got the wrong guy and get mad at him for wasting their time. The nerve? What is with these clowns? Like, <laughs> okay, sorry I got in your way. Yeah. Sorry that you punched me in the face. Why the fuck are you wasting our time? Yeah. Other Jeff Lebowski. But also, like, I would love to have that kind of nerve. But also, like, you know you're searching for a millionaire. When you're here? Wouldn't you know... Like, and he's a well-known person. Wouldn't you know what he looks like and, like, his mansion? Back to Die Hard. Oh, my. You put all this effort into kidnapping this CEO man. You don't know what he looks like? Yeah, he went right up to the wrong Asian guy. What an asshole. That is (laughs) (laughs) But, no, you're right. These henchmen could have done a better job. They really should have. I mean, at some point, there comes a time, I think, where you're just following orders and you have to be like, no, wait, but, like, is this correct? Yeah, I guess it's Jackie Treehorn's fault for giving them the wrong info. Yeah, but or also... Or just letting them go off on their own. Yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't have the wrong info, I think. Maybe they had to find the address themselves because it was... I mean, they did find Jeff Lebowski. They just didn't find the right one. Yeah, they went to, like, the yellow pages. Yeah, they should have used their context clues a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, maybe look into the neighborhood that he's li- living in, you no, know, something like that. they just went in right at 100. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it was one of their, their earlier jobs, and they're like, yeah. yo, we're going to impress the boss so hard on this one. Yeah. Jackie Treehorn was like, he should have gave them a little, like thing with the address because yeah. he was like i feel like he just cared about his money and i feel like he wasn't involved in oh, the whole absolutely. circle of nonsense yes absolutely <laughs> so cut to the bowling alley yes we get fun shots of people playing bowling they're totally killing it yeah steve buscemi's there he gets a strike he's playing with the dude and this other guy named walter yes who is john goodman yeah and walter and the dude are talking about the dude's rug and he's wearing a different robe in boxers oh good for him yeah it's a new day yeah but the thing that is always wild to to me is that just because i met john goodman as sully in monsters inc it is so hard for me to see him curse and like be aggressive and be not sully yeah you know my favorite thing is uh was it in cars the the end credits in cars where he's watching he voices that one truck and he's like watching movies and he's like oh haha i like that character the oh, one with the same voice yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's so good i love when they do that it's so funny and like in toy story when they made their own bloopers <laughs> isn't that so incredible it's so cute Ugh. they don't do that anymore they got they got to bring it back yeah they really you know? need to yeah. anyway yeah so we're bowling and we're talking about the rug and then and they're both like in agreement that it really tied the room together it really did yeah you know it's no, there's nothing like a statement piece yeah donnie comes in mid-conversation he's yes. like what happened to the rug and Walter, donnie steve buscemi yeah and walter's like god Damn it. Get the fuck out of this conversation. <laughs> this guy. So Walter, I don't know if he has a single scene where he doesn't escalate into screaming at somebody. <laughs> yeah. And that just like really turned me off. That made it hard for me to watch this. Maybe that's also part of why I disconnected a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes it's like funny and sometimes it's like, Walter, you need to chill out. You need to like really fully stop. Yeah. Because he's like, you came in midway through this conversation. You which don't know what you're talking about. I understand this frustration because this happens to me on a daily basis. Daily basis. Yep. And I'm like, I understand yeah. this annoyance. <laughs> the the blood is boiled, huh? Yeah. He's like, get out of here. You're out of your depth, Donnie. 
<laughs> so then Walter is trying to make a point about when the dude got jumped, but then again, Donnie keeps trying to butt in. So then he's like screaming at him. He's like, go, go bolt, go do something. Yeah. So then they're actually talking about more about how the rug got ruined. And then they call the Asian guy a Chinaman like three times. But then Walter goes. The dude does. The dude yeah. does. So then Walter goes, um, Chinaman is not the preferred nomenclature. It's Asian American, please. And I was like, oh, Walter. <laughs> Didn't expect that. Okay. <laughs> but then immediately he goes back to calling him the Chinaman. So I, you know, it was, it was worth a shot at least. Yeah. They checked him they for tried. like a half second. Yeah. <laughs> it was worth something. Yeah. And I see that and I respect it. Yeah. And I appreciate it. But. Yeah. They end up circling back to the rug. And Walter's point is that the main issue is that the other Jeff Lebowski, whose antics have caused pee to happen on the dude's rug. So they decided to find the other Lebowski to like reimburse him for the rug. Yeah. Make him pay for that rug. Yeah. And I was like, what an interesting, inciting incident. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I would have loved it. This was not the rest of the actual plot, but I would have loved if this whole movie was about him trying to get a rug back. Yeah. Wouldn't that have been so fun? <laughs> it kind of was. Yeah. <laughs> so then we cut to the dude at the Variety Club's International something. That's this is where like the other Jeff Lebowski is. Oh, I thought it was just some fancy office. It's, it, it is. It's like his trophy like wall or something. Yeah. But the this prize is, is something that he's looking at that this man has won uh, multiple times i guess yeah there's some dude brant and like yes. he's nerding out telling the dude about all about this jeff lebowski yes this is philip seymour hoffman yeah r.i.p to that guy um uh, we see a picture of lebowski and nancy reagan on the wall and i guess i don't remember anything about any of the presents but i guess we liked her I don't know. at the time i don't know the dude keeps cutting off um brant mm-hmm. yeah because he's he's got this speech about the awards you know like once he starts he can't stop yeah he's got like this whole thing he's like in love with this man he loves his job too much <laughs> so the dude keeps cutting him off because he just wants to find his rug so then brand is getting like annoyed and he's like do you want to just uh, sit here for a minute yeah but he ends up going in to talk to lebowski yes and this man immediately has no time he's in a wheelchair he wheels in mm-hmm. he has no time for any of this conversation and tries to rush it along and the dude brings up like, oh, these guys were looking for you and your wife. You owe them money and they peed on my rug. And he's like, so, but I didn't pee on your rug. Yeah. And he's like, did I pee? Like he, he's screaming at him. Like, did I pee on your, like me personally? And the dude is like, no, you did not personally pee on my rug. But like, it's because of you yeah. that there's pee on my rug. Because your wife. And as soon as like he brings Buddy into it, like this guy just goes off on him. He's like, you're just looking for handouts. You're just a bum. You're unemployed. Yeah. And then he's also <laughs> that, that, that brought it back the, uh, maybe I just also got closed off from this guy too. Yeah. There's a lot of just characters I did not like in this movie. <laughs> so like this guy, the worst. It's okay to not like this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the worst. And he just goes off about how like I'm better than you because I fought in the war and I lost my legs and my problems are my problems and your problems are your problems. So you got to pick yourself up by your bootstraps, that and kind of guy. he's like, oh, I have money and you're just a bum and you're, you're yeah. just a dickhead. And this guy's a fucking asshole. He's an a- a full, he yeah. Just, he rants at the dude just like saying it's his problem, not his, and just calling him like just scum of the earth, like a low life, like yeah. just all this stuff. And he's like so personally offended by this. Yeah. So the dude says fuck it and leaves. So then he goes on about how dude's like with his fuck it attitude. So he runs into Brant in the hallway and just he's like, Oh yeah, he said I could have any rug. I love that for him. <laughs> yeah. But also to rewind a little bit back to when Lebowski's doing his stupid, like co- very condescending shouting. Mm-hmm. He's screaming about how like, I don't blame anybody for taking my legs. Some Chinaman took them from Korea when I went and I went and achieved things anyway. And I was like, did, did you hear what you just said? Yeah. A Chinaman in Korea? Yeah. Korea. Like, I know that he doesn't have any kind of care to like differentiate anything. No, definitely But not. like, you're because uh, Koreans have a specific slur 
and you can't even specify that. Yeah, I mean, not that I'm advocating to use the specific slurs. Yeah, but you know what I mean. If you're going to be an asshole, at least be an asshole correctly. Yeah, no, that's the thing about being super racist and hatred. They don't, I know, they you don't, don't care. You don't think. Yeah, you just clump everything together. Racism is so lazy. Just it put is. some effort in, or just or maybe just don't. if you're going to do any effort, maybe just learn to not. Yeah, put the effort into not be racist. Yeah, that would be the the first step. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So so uh, the dude does leave, and he goes to take his his pick at any rug which i I love i love how casual the dude is yeah i wish to let things roll off my back that easily yeah he's so unbothered and just like so calm and cool i definitely don't look up to him in any other sort of aspect (laughs) no but i do wish to be that unbothered yes (laughs) and i do think that that is a lifetime of work yes absolutely and we are still just at the beginning of ours yeah while walking outside, the dude sees a pretty young woman outside painting her toenails. Mm-hmm. He approaches her. She immediately turns up her charm. They chat. She gives him her foot. Yeah. So I was like, is this Cohen Brothers or is this Quentin? Uh, she's like, <laughs> she's painting her toenails. She's like, oh, blow on them, dry them off. And Brent calls her Mrs. Lebowski. So dude is like, oh, hi, bunny. And then she offers to give him a blowjob for $1,000. Mind you, she's like 25. She's at very the most. young. She's and, super young. And Lebowski Lebowski is like 60, 70 yeah so i would say that's where we are yeah 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 up there and that's generous he could be 80 yeah so after the blowjob comment like brent lets out the loudest most uncomfortable laugh. yeah yeah (laughs) and then she's like oh he has to pay if he wants to watch kind of things yeah and there's some dude like passed out in the drunk in the pool and i forgot his name but he's like kind of important later he's kind of a clue oh is he yeah oh fully went over my head yeah i have no idea who that man is okay well you'll point him out later okay Now we're back at the bowling alley and Walter is late. He's dog sitting. So he brought the dog with him. Yes. And then they end up. But Donnie's having a great time. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's playing a great game. Yeah. Yeah. And they end up just in a whole conversation about this dog because it's Walter's ex-wife's dog and it's a purebred. And like he should be putting up in like doggy daycare while she's away. But then he's like, I can't do that. This is a show dog. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> there's a, the other thing that confused me about this movie is that there's so many non-important uh, conversations so happening. many yeah there's so much happening and i was like why are we talking about this yeah so then walter screams at this dude named Smokey for going over a line when like he his bowled. toes over like just over the line yeah, like barely walter's like super serious about bowling yeah incredibly serious and Smokey's like it's not a big deal it's like it's fine it's we're practicing yeah even the dude is like relaxed yeah. and walter's like no we're in a league situation so he's being so serious and he's like you better mark that as zero so Smokey approaches to like put his score down and walter pulls out a gun at him and is screaming at the top of his lungs pointing it at like point blank at his head yeah and he's like put the fucking zero down and he's like shouting and screaming about this so then everybody of course like the dude is trying to tell him like you need to calm down right now like put that away he's like yelling at walter who's yelling at Smokey. yeah so then Smokey goes to mark his zero and then walter acts like nothing just happened yeah and he's like cool awesome now that we're all on the same page you no no yeah what yeah that's psychotic yeah what is your deal what are you doing it's not that serious it's not that serious (laughs) Like, what is going on in his life that he needs this so badly? Yeah, apparently not much. Not much. Because <laughs> he's always at the bowling alley. Yeah. So then later on, we're all leaving, and the dude is telling Walter that he can't do that shit because these guys are pacifists like he is. You know, like, they just go with the flow. So then the cops show up behind them, which I guess they showed up, like, 20, 30 minutes too late. Yeah. Because, you know. To run in there. Um, but then Walter's like, oh, wait, what do you mean, though? Because, like, I'm fine. Like, nothing happened. What do you mean? But it's not about you. It, uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's also The dude's also wearing the pants for the first time in the movie oh yeah you are very um attentive to this wardrobe <laughs> yeah and 
the dude explains that Smokey also has emotional issues. Well, now he has more. Yeah, now he has more. He definitely had a very rough time yeah. tonight coming to terms with all this. Yeah, so then the dude is telling Walter, like, you got to take it easy. You need to calm down. And Walter gives him the whole, I'm calmer than you are right now. Like, I'm way calmer than you are. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about kind of thing. Yeah, and then Walter starts expressing his issue with the idea of pacifism. And I'm like, Walter. Hey, your you, specific lifestyle annoys me. Yeah. You can't pull guns on people. <laughs> right. Also, yeah, you can't have that whole entire scene and be like, by the way, your personality is the worst. Yeah. What? You, you were you the just problem. pulled the gun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you just pulled a gun <laughs> and you cocked it. <laughs> yeah. It was loaded. <laughs> it was loaded. This Man. was like super serious over like a bowling point. Over a toe. Yeah. Man, I, mm, Ridiculous. I, I was going to say I would like to have a conversation with Walter, but I really wouldn't. No, I no, don't want to be not. anywhere in his vicinity, to be honest. No, you don't want any of that. Yeah. The dude's back at his house and we see his shiny new rug. Yes. <laughs> Smokey left him. He's going through his voicemail messages. Uh, Smokey left a message on his machine that he's reporting what Walter did to the league. As heads. he should. He also gets a message from Brant um, saying that they need to talk and it's not related to the rug. And then the next message is the league manager telling him that he got a report about Walter so if it happens again, you're out. <laughs> I mean, I would drop, if I was the manager, I'd be like, no, you're yeah. out now. Yeah. We get a knock at the door. Some guy named Marty shows up. He's the landlord. Yes. He's, he needs the rent, but he's also doing an event at some venue on Thursday and yeah. wants a dude to attend so he can get some notes. That's fun. And Brant leaves another message sounding more urgent and... Wants to send a limo to get him because they need his help right now. Yeah. And meanwhile, the dude is just like doing some exercises on the rug, just chilling. Yeah. As he should. Yeah. You know, relax on your weekend, I'm sure it's or probably a weekday for him. Yeah. So much is happening. Yeah. So we cut to the Lebowski property and apparently he's in some kind of seclusion. So He's that, having a full-on pity party. Yeah. He's just like the drama. Yes. Like sad string music. He's sitting right in front of his fireplace like a classic evil villain, you know, <laughs> thinking about his life choices or whatever. Just no lights on in the yeah. room, just fire. He tells the dude that he's accomplished more than most men, even without legs. And I'm like, we get it. Go off, yeah, whatever. Relax. Wow. So oh. cool of you. But then he asks the dude, like, what makes a man a man? And the dude's like, I don't know, man. So Lebowski says, you know, it's, it's about being prepared to do the right thing no matter what the cost is and then the dude's like sure he's like can i smoke a j yeah <laughs> he like the dude does not give a shit about any of at this. all and yeah. this man's just having a full-on conversation so mr lebowski then brings up bunny and says that she was the light of his life and i'm like yeah they probably had so much in common yeah i'm sure i'm yeah. sure they just were get along like two peas in a pod yeah and then he's like oh and then he starts crying about her so i'm like well good for you for figuring out you know your feelings so he's like you know strong men cry strong men also cry they do okay yeah they do but this guy's but sucks. you're not special for realizing that yeah no specifically this guy like not other people you know like when you realize that like that's great for you yeah but this guy in particular he sucks he can't have any any realization without me judging him yeah so he says that bunny was kidnapped and he shows dude the ransom note the fax machine you mean oh <laughs> It came via fax, yes. Oh, yeah. I just had to throw that in. It's the 90s. Anyway, it says that we have Bundy gather $1 million in unmarked non-consecutive 20s and await instructions. No funny stuff. So then the dude goes, oh, man, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they offered the dude money if he goes to do the handoff to get money. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, they really forced this entire thing on the dude. Just because of rug. Yeah. And also, like, you just went on a full rant about how this guy ain't, is like, is just. Isn't shit. Yeah. like is nothing is, yeah expensive a low even. life and yep. just not like a mediocre person and you're yep. gonna give him a million dollars to hand to get your wife back from exactly a situation yep 
Okay. That's a business deal, baby. Yeah. So then he waves the dude off, and then now Brent says, like, I'll come fill you in in the hallway. So then we go to the hallway. Brent is talking about how Lebowski is willing to pay the dude a lot to be the handoff guy, right? So then he believes that the kidnappers are the same dudes who pissed on his rug. So then we go back to the bowling alley, and now somebody in purple is getting ready. It's like a fully different vibe at this moment. Slow-mo montage. Yeah. This guy's in the zone. He licks the ball. Cannot be In sanitary. a very weird way. Yeah. It's like, uh, and yeah. I'm like, ugh. He gets a strike, does a little dancey dance. A little dancey dance, yeah. Stares the dudes mm-hmm. group down. Yep. And did you notice we were listening to the Hotel California in Spanish? Yes, I loved that. I, I like, really liked vibe. that. I'm going to look this up, yeah. Yeah. It was, I didn't look it up because I forgot, but I will now because you reminded me. Is it in other languages too? Man, I bet you. Whole playlist. In every single language? Just Hotel California. Yes. <laughs> That's got to be like an 80 hour playlist at least. Oh, totally. Right? Like how many, are there's like 172 languages in the world? Oh, wow. Something like that. Yeah. I'm kind of making that number, but I feel like it's up there. I would love that, though. <laughs> 200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, his name is Quintana, and Walter says that he's a pervert, like an actual sex offender who did six months for exposing himself to an eight-year-old. Yeah. It's so funny. Well, not funny, but like <laughs> the way they talk about this man. So the dude is so like- So matter of fact. The dude's like, man, that guy's creepy. And Walter's like, yeah, he's a perv. No, but like really? But like for real, for real, yeah. Yeah. So then we get a flashback of Quintana like going through the town, just going door to door because like that's what you have to do when you are one. Yeah. To announce yourself, right? So then we go back to the alley and the dude is saying that Lebowski's giving him 20 grand for doing the handoff and he gets to keep the rug. Nice. What a what a deal. I love that the rug just keeps yeah. coming back in. They're mid-talking and Donnie comes into the conversation and Walter again is like, Donnie, get the fuck out of here. Can you not? Yeah. <laughs> I get that, but also like Donnie's just, he's... Not harming anybody. He's not. He's just trying to like be part of the conversation. Yeah. You know, he's not trying to butt in really. He just wants to be caught up. It's not his fault you're having the key points in the middle of his bowl. Right. I think at some point you're choosing that. <laughs> yeah. You know? You're like letting... That's like low-key bullying. Yeah. Donnie needs new friends. You're leaving him out on purpose. Yeah. So then, <laughs> Fill this man in. <laughs> the dude says that they even gave him a beeper too because, um, you know, what if they need to call him at, at any moment? So then Walter's a like... Beeper? A beeper. Oh my God. And Walter's first reaction is, what if it's during a game though? Uh, what? I'm sorry. You don't want the 20 grand? You'd rather me bowl? <laughs> yeah. For what? A hundred bucks in a yeah. league? Okay. <laughs> so the dude goes into a whole thing about how he thinks that bunny kidnapped herself since she's spending the money all over the place and she's like young and hot and whatever. <laughs> and Walter totally buys into this idea like it's fact. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And he just doesn't, like, through the rest of the movie, he just does not let this hypothesis go. No, he loves a conspiracy and he believes in his friends, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I'm making that up. I was like, I don't, I'm not buying that because we're down a rug because <laughs> of her. <laughs> I mean, he, I wouldn't say that he has the, the highest level of critical thinking skills. No, definitely not. However, he, he does... He pulled a gun out on a man. Yeah, I was going to say, he, he do be thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Just the wrong way. Yep. And then Walter goes off of, like, this whole thing that he now thinks is fact and goes off about Bonnie and, like, calls her, like, a slut and a bitch. Oh, my God, yeah. Blah, 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 And then ties this whole thing with his time in Vietnam. And I'm like... For what? Can we relax? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. I get, I get it. it. Was a lot to go to Vietnam, and that's its own own topic and thing. Yeah, but like, it's you don't have to bring it into every conversation. Yeah, 
Again, no disrespect. <laughs> I, However. I know. Like, we could easily just go into a whole thing about PTSD here. Yes. But I'm not gonna. Yes. No, not the, not the time or the platform at the current moment. <laughs> but yeah. I get Walter, but at the same time, I'm like, God, you gotta not like, the time relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. During this conversation, we do get one of the, like, iconic shots from this movie, which is is Quintana and the other guy. Um, they're, like, cleaning the, the bowling ball in their shirts in, like, that weird towel. Like, they're dancing with it. Yeah. That's the only thing I know about this movie as well. Is oh, that that's okay. like one of the shots. It's like not super significant any other reason, I don't think. <laughs> like I don't think it it's one of those like the shining shots, you know? Yeah, no. I just know that people know that shot from this movie. Yeah, and he comes over and he starts to shit talk them. Yeah. And he threatens Walter that if he pulls out his gun, he's gonna shove it up his ass. And I was like, You tell him. You, well, somebody has to. Yeah. <laughs> and then Quintana says something about so he like talks to the dude and, and says some shit. And then the dude says, yeah, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man, which I also know is the other quote from the movie. <laughs> so a lot from the scene. I think the scene in general is just yeah. it, the, the big Lebowski scene. <laughs> so then later on, yeah, we cut to the dude at home listening to some bowling sounds on his headphones. Laying on the rug. Very calming. Gets him in the zone, I guess. It's his white noise. Yes. Bowling yes, alley yes. sounds. He opens his eyes. There's three random people now above him. That's Does he not have locks on his fucking I doors? I don't know. Lock your goddamn doors. You know, you have a strong belief in locks. I really do. I have such an issue with people who just don't lock doors. We love our boundaries. Oh, <laughs> my God. But then one of them punches him in the face. So hard, so he hard. astral projects and flies over the city. Yep. <laughs> and then he, like, during this little astral projection, he dives down into a bowling alley. He's all small and standing where the balls comes out. And then yep. he's in the ball rolling around. Oof. And when he wakes up, he's still on his floor. But his rug's gone. Oh. We're down two rugs. Damn. <laughs> hit after hit, man. I, uh, I was just, like, he's so vulnerable. I was like, how many more rugs are we going to lose in this movie? Man, I did not even put that together. <laughs> his rug was gone. I, well, I know that part, but I didn't yeah. put together that like he's just losing rug after rug after rug after rug. <laughs> I was kind of hoping there was going to be more. There should have been more. There should have been. I would have liked that. <laughs> but did you notice in his astral projection that he was flying on his rug? He was like magic carpet riding, and then he fell down into the bowling alley. I saw the other person magic the other, carpet no, that's, riding. Yeah, yeah, that was were. him? I think uh, whoever rug? it was, they were on the rug. Oh, my God. I didn't even notice. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't understand. Nope. It, that, maybe that was them riding away with his rug. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe. Wow. I love putting it together after the fact. Yeah. Oh, I love making the, the connections to art, you know? <laughs> so then later on, Brant is telling the dude that they called like 40 minutes ago and they want him to go north on the 405 and they'll call with more instruction in 40 more minutes. And it's only a one person job, but like get their stat. Yeah. I missed all this because I was still stuck on the fact that he got a second rug stolen. <laughs> Two different priorities. I was like, Brant's rushing around and I am still stuck on this road. We watched two different movies. Yeah. Brant gives him a briefcase and a phone, tells him to follow all instructions. He's like, you have to go alone. Yes. And then he's like, her life is in your hands now. No pressure though. Yeah. The one rule was the that he had to go rule. alone. And what does he do? He gets Walter. Out of everybody, <laughs> you get Walter? Oh my God. No, what could wouldn't go it be wrong? my choice? Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. So then Walter comes over with his own briefcase. And he's oh like, my God. hey, this one is full of my dirty undies and we're going to swap them out. Well, first he comes over and he tells him to scooch out of the driver's seat. Like it's his mission now. Yeah, it's his mission in his car now. Like what? I don't like Walter. He's so pushy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got a bag full of his dirty underwear. And, and he's a like a little switcheroo. Yeah. And he's like, um, we're going to make it look like a fake money bag so they can keep the million dollars. And honestly, now this is on dude. 
for bringing his crazy friend into a high situation, <laughs> like high stake situation. Like, are you kidding? Yeah. Like anything that could have gone wrong with just the dude was on Lebowski and Brant. Yes. But like now it's on the dude for bringing Walter into it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Still originally Lebowski's fault, I would say. Yes. But yes, no, the the, the following uh, situations are the dude. Yeah. Oops. And dude's like, hello, this isn't a game. And Walter is like, yes, it is. You said it yourself. And I'm like, Walter, that's not We're a fact. We're literally in the middle of it right now. Yeah, it's what not a What do you fact. mean it's a game? Oh, my God. And the phone rings. Dude immediately fucks it up by asking, <laughs> like, where do you want us to go? And then they're like, who is we? <laughs> and he's like, we. I mean, I meant, you know, like the proverbial we, like the poetic we. And he's like, you know, like me and the driver. And the person's like, Are you, we, don't, we said only one person. And then Walter starts yelling at the phone. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. So I hate that guy. He, the dude tries to sweet talk around this. The guy hangs up. Dude starts freaking out. He's like, they're going to kill this woman. Yeah. <laughs> this and poor woman. Walter's like, she's not kidnapped. What are you talking about? You just told me that she kidnapped herself. And the dude is like, do you, hello? He said, I, he's like, I said, I thought. <laughs> And then Walter's like, yeah, and now I agree. So yeah. it's the truth. And the dude starts telling Walter to just shut the fuck up. And Walter just keeps talking. So they get a call back. And literally, as the dude picks up, Walter says another thing. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> he's like, is that them? Yeah. And the guy, yeah, who else would it be? I'm, what an idiot. <laughs> who Who else is calling the super secret fucking phone? <laughs> <laughs> it has a, it's a burner account only one person has a number who is it yeah really they get a call back the guy tells them no funny business so we now have a location mm -hmm. we go down simi valley road and sure yeah you took that note very specific yeah i don't know walter's plan for getting away with the money is doing the handoff then grabbing a kidnapper beating the shit out of them and i'm like that's the worst idea ever so the dude sarcastically says that's a great idea and walter's like thank you <laughs> <laughs> and also but like what, i'm a genius <laughs> how does he think that's gonna happen though i don't know he's like yeah in one move i'm gonna grab the girl and punch him in the face yeah and like, then i'm gonna be the hero of the story like you're not gonna be outnumbered and outgunned right like what do you mean but with just your fists yeah <laughs> i'm gonna take this man out yeah okay <laughs> they get a call that they're supposed to throw the bag of money off the bridge out of the moving car yes so walter's like no that goes against our plan Wh whose plan what what plan walter who has the leverage what plan this isn't your plan no you <laughs> are the tag along you're the plus one yeah so walter immediately takes charge of the situation he grabs the fake bag while driving <sighs> throws the fake bag off the bridge and he rolls out of the car with an uzi that he wrapped up in like bubble wrap but before that he goes hey take the wheel keep it at 15 so i can roll out and the dude is like what the fuck are you he's saying like, what are you talking no, about? i'm not doing that he's like just do it just do it and then as he's saying that then he's rolling out the car yeah and then the, so yes he takes the the rolled up gun with him yeah and then he because walter an, it's an uzi so oh, it's a machine gun me. so oh, like oh. that's important with how fast it yes. like shoots all yes, those it shots is. okay that makes more sense yeah so the the gun falls out of the car onto the road because walter's shooting. not smooth at all yeah he doesn't know what he's doing yeah the gun hits the ground starts shooting at their car so then the dude crashes. Yes. Obviously. And then we see motorcycles come up from under the bridge and leave. And Walter and dude watch. And Walter's like, what? fuck it. Let's go bowl. Well, the dude is also trying to run after them and screaming like, no, the money is in this one. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to deal with the bullshit. But yeah. obviously it's too late and Walter fucked everything up. Oh my God. Yeah. I would <laughs> cut him off. I, I probably would have. I would be so mad at him. <laughs> and he would never I, see me again. I, you know... If I was the dude at this point, I would have gone back to my home, packed up the important stuff, and just like completely fucking disappeared. Yeah. 
just absolutely fucked off. I would have gone to the last place anybody would expect me, which I have to like put some thought into where that would be. Yeah. But that's where I would go for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I would not, I would not make any new friends. (laughs) I would, I would, you know, always keep my head down, you know? Yeah. He's got a checkbook, so he has money in the bank, right? Exactly. So just like go and like take everything out and just fuck off. Yeah. Oh my god. So goodness. then we cut back to the bowling alley and dude is asking Walter what they're going to do, like what they're going to tell Lebowski now. And Walter's like, what do you mean? Nothing happened. It's fine. And then dude is like, the poor woman is going to die. And then oh Walter goes like, what poor woman? That slut kidnapped herself. And the way that he said slut, which that stank. Yeah, it really did. Like, it like he, resonated in your bones, right? He said it the way he, he said it just really was like, oh my Rattles. God. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, like he hates her. Yeah. And it's like, you don't even For know no her. Reason. You don't know her. And if anything, she's helping you get whatever this million dollars is that you want to steal. Yeah. If so she, thank her. If she kidnapped herself. Right. And this whole time, the dude is holding the phone and it's just ringing. Yes. And ringing. There is a lot of phone action in this movie. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. <laughs> so then Donnie comes over, as he does, saying that their next game is on Saturday. And then now Walter's making a whole scene about how he doesn't roll on Saturdays because it's Shabbat. And that's like his day of rest, you know, because Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So then the dude is like what are you saying to me? Yeah. So like, we're totally not focusing on the kidnap situation no. now. And he's freaking the fuck out over the Shabbos. Like, and how dare they schedule it on a Saturday? Don't they know that I'm Jewish? Yeah. And then the dude's like, can we talk about the life or death situation that we're in right now? Yeah. The dude is still freaking out about the field handoff and dude is so pissed. He ends up leaving since Walter keeps ignoring him at this point to like yell about Saturday. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm going to go talk to those guys. They know I don't do I don't do anything. And he establishes that like on Saturdays, he doesn't even like leave the house. He doesn't drive a car. He doesn't answer the phone unless it's an emergency. Yeah. So Walter and Donnie follow dude out. And Donnie is like, your phone's ringing. (laughs) Walter tells him to just lie to Lebowski. They go outside. Walter's like, whatever. Fuck this whole thing. Like, because you've got a million dollars in your trunk. And And then we stop because we see that there is no longer a car where we used to have a car. The car is gone. It has been stolen, yes. Yeah, and we see that they parked in a handicapped spot. Yeah, assholes. Yeah. So, so then it's Walter, either stolen or towed. Yes. <laughs> Walter's in denial about it being towed because dude's like, you know for a fact that it was stolen. And yeah. Walter's like, eh, but I mean, uh, but uh, could have been. Could have been. <laughs> the only time we see Walter like not confident in this yeah. movie it was the second. Yeah, that's so then it. We cut to the dude's house and the police are taking a report looking for like they just look so dumbfounded. Yeah, like there's like one cop who's there for fun and the other one's like just looking at the dude like what the fuck guy. Yeah. And the <laughs> the one that's there for fun like taking the report, he it looks like it's his first day. He's like we're having such a good time. He's like so He's is like there I'm, anything in the car? He's like I'm hanging out with my buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Grand old timey and the boys. The phone is still ringing. The phone will not not ring in this movie. Yeah, the co- the one cop is very confused. He's reporting his missing car. They ask about items. He lists stuff including the briefcase. They're like what's in the briefcase? And he's like papers. He wasn't lying. Yeah, true. Just, just a bunch of papers. Yeah, and he's also like oh my rug was stolen too from my house and one cop is like oh, two cases. <gasps> so exciting wow Ooh. we get a voicemail message from a Maud lebowski who will send a car and she also mentions that she stole the rug yes and the cop is like great one case closed oh my job today's done yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know that cop's getting home like oh man babe i had such a rough day you will not believe i solved the case in minutes yeah <laughs> so quick <laughs> i'm gonna talk to my lieutenant about a raise but <laughs> <laughs> i did such a good job yeah <laughs> anyway yeah so she's like you need to come see me urgently i have your rug well actually i have my rug but i'm the one who took it 
Yeah. So then that's all over. Now we're in some dark room and the dude steps in. Creepy hallway. Creepy hallway. Oh it looks goodness. like it's some kind of very long studio and there's chanting going on in the back and I don't like the vibes at all. Yeah, me neither. There's some artwork. Yeah. Maude comes in on a freaking zip line, but she looks like a like creature. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like splashing paint on like this huge canvas. And then when she lands, we see that she's just like butt naked. And then she gets on a robe. And then she goes, does the female form make you uncomfortable, Mr. Lebowski? It's her creative process. Honestly... <laughs> The female form makes me uncomfortable when it flies at me via zipline naked, throwing paint at me. Through like a dark hallway. Yeah. So it looks and like. And when she's chanting at me. Yeah. She makes me incredibly uncomfortable. <laughs> but like when she's like, you can see her. Otherwise, she's yeah, fine. She's fine. But in that specific situation, how are you going to ask that and be like, oh, why would you find me uncomfortable when it's, you're flying at me? Because you just scared the shit out of me, yeah. Maude. What do you mean? What do you. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, you know, my work is very vaginal. And it makes many men uncomfortable. And I'm like, you're so weird. Not like the content of your art, but just you as as a vibe, as a person. <laughs> she was she was just so serious. Yes. This is Julianne Moore, by the way. Yes. This cast was stacked. It was. If we had to say so ourselves. Yeah, she goes on about her artwork being feminine, and he's just very confused. He's like, what the fuck am I doing here? And she's like, oh, I took the rug because it's mine and it's not my dad's to get rid of. Yes. And it was a gift from her dad. So it holds sentimental value. Yeah. Or from her mom or something. Or, yeah. Somebody in the family. Somebody who she cares about. And one thing I think is really funny about this movie is that the dude is very confused about everything happening. So these people just talk at him and he asks questions out of confusion and they just keep talking about their thing. Oh, of course. <laughs> They're all mean, selfish. Meanwhile, he's like, what do you, what? yeah your artwork art rug you took my rug and he my also rug? It, you have to like also realize I, which i just realized now is like he he's got to be fat like he is lazy and like slow in in that physical sense but like brain wise i think he's fast because he has to keep up with what they're saying because they switch topics like nobody's business yeah i also wonder like how how much of it he's like high as fuck oh true 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 yeah yeah <laughs> so he's still focused on talking about the rug and somehow she starts talking about sex she's like would you like to have sex with me and he's like my rug you yeah. just my rug <laughs> and then she's like no, no okay so bunny is a nympho right so she's like compulsively has sex but doesn't enjoy it and then she puts on this video of a carl hungus and bunny it's a porno yeah basically. so that's the guy that was in the pool passed out oh gotcha is in the porno with bunny gotcha okay yeah that okay makes sense now mm -hmm. so then the nihilist yes <laughs> then Maud explains that she is one of the two trustees to the Lebowski Foundation and she also thinks that the kidnapping is made up and that Bunny is taking her dad Mr. Lebowski for a ride so Bunny the 22 year old is Maud's stepmother yikes but Maud is like a 40 year old woman yeah so that's rough and I would never want to be in that situation. Yeah. And the $1 million withdrawal came from the foundation money. Yes. So that's how she found out about all of this. Yes. Because she's in charge of it. So now she wants the dude to go recover the money. And as a reward, she'll give him 10%. So a hundred Hell grand. yeah. I would hands down do that. Yeah. I'd be like, no I, questions asked. You know, I'd be like, hey, Maud, so the money was in my car. But funny thing is that it didn't get stolen. <laughs> yeah. So like, um, help me. Yeah. And in order to protect her dad from embezzlement, Maud's like, yeah, like, give me the money and all that stuff. And he brings up the rug again. And she's like, with the money, you can buy many rugs. And she says you can have your pick at any other rug that does not hold sentimental value. To me. <laughs> to me, specifically, yes. yes. So he, in theory, could get two rugs out of this. Yeah. To make up for the three. two lost yeah. rugs. <laughs> so then she writes him a recommendation for a good doctor for the punch in the face that he took for her rug earlier. Yeah. Why did she have to punch him in the face? I don't so like, just roll him to <laughs> yeah. get the... 
<laughs> to get the rug back. So then later on, the dude is getting driven home and he has the driver about like, they, they're just like shooting the shit basically. This guy will not shut up about whatever. I have no idea what they're talking about, but then yeah. the dude's like, you know, I just felt really shitty about life earlier. And then he gets dropped off. And then the driver goes, hey, who's your friend that's been following us the whole way home in the buggy? Why wouldn't you bring that up earlier? Yeah. What are you doing, what guy? What idiot. Yeah, I mean, that guy was too busy bitching about whatever he was bitching yes, about. Yes, true. He but was also, saying something, like, super gross. He said that they were following them since they left the house. How did you not say anything about that? Yeah, or why be w- like, are, do, you, do we need to, like, lose this person behind, you know, anything? Yeah, and the dude's, like, outside the, the limo at this point, and he's very confused. And then a guy comes out of nowhere and drags the dude into a different limo. And Brant and Lebowski are in there. <sighs> and Lebowski's freaking out because the kidnappers didn't get the money. So the dude goes into this whole long thing about nothing in order to dis- de-escalate all of this. He's like, dude, no, it's fine. We did it. And then Lebowski, again, yeah, right, is freaking out. So then he's like, you know, like, instead of blaming me, this is, like, such a more complex issue. And, like, we can we can really, like, get to the bottom of this together. And then he never gets to his point. No, never. He just keeps talking in circles. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He then tells Lebowski that Bunny kidnapped herself. And then uses some of the big words that Maud used. Yes. But also, so at this point, so like Lebowski again, right, is screaming at him. Yeah. But then this is when I was like, but what happened to our problems are our problems and not other people's problems? Like, this sounds like a you problem right now. Yeah. Mm. Mm, sucks. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, right. So then the dude is like, well, I have more information now. And that's when he tells him about, like, she she stole herself. She kidnapped herself. So then he's like, think about it. You know, like, she's a young woman. She's a trophy wife. She owes money to people around town, to notable pornographers. Like, she needs more money. So, of course, they're going to say that they didn't get it because they want more money from you. He's he's making a great point at the moment. Yeah, but Brant and Lebowski look at him like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. And the dude's like, can I just have my money that you owe me? So Brant gives him an envelope that yep. they got that morning. Yep, and it's full of gauze. So he unwraps it. Turns out that it is a toe. With green paint on With green on it. paint on it. Much yeah. like what Bunny was using. Oh. And as he opens it, Lebowski's saying how dude failed at his one measly job, so he has no choice but to tell the kidnappers to get the money from dude at all costs. But also, again, feels like a him problem, like a Lebowski problem, not a dude problem. Yeah. You know? Because if you're the boss, but again, who knows? He doesn't, he doesn't claim responsibility. Oh, my God. So then later on, dude and Walter are at a diner, and Walter's laughing about saying it's not Bunny's toe, and the dude is like, hello, it has nail polish on it? Okay. <laughs> and Walter's like, you can just, like, put nail polish on any toe. He's like, I can get you a toe right now. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you want one? I can get you, like, five. Yeah. He d- totally just does not think it's her toe. He's still running with the idea that she kidnapped herself. Yes. Dude's freaking out. This is the one time I do agree with Walter. Yeah, he's he's still running with the idea that she kidnapped herself. Like, he totally doesn't think it's her toe. And the dude is freaking out. He yells at him to calm down. And a waitress is like, you guys need to chill out. screaming and cursing now. And she's like, this is a family restaurant. Could you please stop that? So then... Walter becomes a Karen. (laughs) He screams more, yeah. He gets the Karen haircut. And he's like, oh, this is about my my rights. And I went to Vietnam. And then the dude's like, shut up. This is not about your First Amendment rights. This is literally about a restaurant. Yeah. Lower your voice. And then Walter will not let up. He's making this whole point about, if I want to scream and drink my coffee, I'm going to scream and drink my coffee. Yeah, he's like, I watched my man face down dying in the muck. And like, just goes off about oh, Vietnam again. Yeah. And so then the dude, the dude leaves. Gets, yeah, he yeah. pays, he leaves. He can't stand it. I can't stand it. He's so probably then, like annoyed and embarrassed. Yeah. He's got to be a little bit embarrassed. But then, yeah. No, so Walter makes a point to stay and finish his coffee. So he's embarrassed. Yeah. He's just sitting there being like, well, I'm going to finish my fucking coffee now. I'm, I'm going to finish it. I'm still sitting here. Yeah, I would I would hate that so much. Yeah, I don't like people that have to like point out that they're making a point. Right, yeah. It's like relax. Yeah. 
It's like the people who share memes about like not giving a fuck. And if it's like, if you really didn't give a fuck, then you, you wouldn't, wouldn't have to it. announce it. Right. <laughs> and the original person who had to put the effort into making the meme about not caring about the thing. Yeah. So you care about the thing. You know, yeah. give a fuck. You do. Yes, you do. <laughs> you don't give fucks. You don't not give fucks. Yes, correct. <laughs> so dude's at home. Taking he, a bath, smoking a joint, listening to some whale noises. He's surrounded by candles. Yes. Like he's just really having a good time. His phone rings. Uh, the cops leave a message saying his car was found at some lot. Um, then two guys plus flee from Red Hot Chili Peppers break into his house. Oh. Yeah. Okay. They're German and threatening to cut off his peen tomorrow if they don't get the money. Well, first they drop a ferret into the water. Yeah. To bite his dick. Yes. So that's really uncomfortable. To like scare him because yeah. they're like trying to be weird and intimidating. Yeah. Because like that's like... I guess in in all the older movies, like German people were always like weird in movies. Oh yeah, that yeah, yeah. that was the thing. Yeah. <laughs> so then they also say that they'll cut off his Johnson. And Maud mentioned that earlier. Like she said that there's a lot of different names for Dick, and like she names Johnson. So I feel like are they connected in some way? Oh yeah, I forgot she listed off names for peens. Yeah. <laughs> I also I didn't learn that Johnson was a name for a penis until like high school. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's so many. There's so many. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. next day a cop shows due to his car. It's almost fully totaled it's trashed yeah. the door doesn't work the door he has to go and be a passenger side the, the briefcase is gone yeah window doesn't work there's yeah. nothing in there his tape deck is still in there though yeah that's cool so that's something so then he's like oh yeah they must have crashed it into the wall and then they just probably took a nap in it because it smells like shit so whoops yeah anyway, but also the crash was because of walter and not because of the person who stole the car but either way different yeah. story uh the dude <laughs> asked the cop if there's like any leads or anything so the cop just laughs in his face for like five minutes about it. like oh yeah we have four detectives on your <laughs> stolen car oh wow i'm gonna just call up forensics yeah yeah this guy's just fucking making fun Kinda of him mean <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So then we go back to the bowling alley, and the dude says that his only hope is that the Big Lebowski, name of the movie, yeah. kills him before the Germans cut his dick off. So then Walter says that no one's going to cut his dick off, but he's like not great at calming people down. He's just like, stop thinking that. He's like, I won't let them. And I, I, there's the nothing dude, really um, comforting about Walter. Yeah. The dude says something about how like he really, like his, his dick is important. And Donnie's like, why? I'm like, what do you mean, why? It's, he doesn't need a reason. It's yeah. his body. Yeah. Walter calls the German dudes Nazis, and Donnie's like, oh my God, they were Nazis? And dude is like, no, hey, oh my they God, were. They were roommates. Yeah. <laughs> and dude's like, I didn't say that. I just said they were German. And he's like, no, hey, they were nihilists. And then Walter goes on a whole thing about nihilism and socialism. Mm. And dude's like, Walter, shut up, please. My yeah. penis. My penis, Walter. And then, so he's going, he, uh, clearly very worried about his life so then walter goes come on man you cannot bring this negative energy into the tournament fuck your bad vibes bro oh sorry you're about to maybe die don't bring that to my game (laughs) sorry that there's all this stress leave that at the door yeah we're playing bowling we're just here and it's only us and the lanes (laughs) the drama stays out there yeah man imagine leave your baggage at the door the only bag i want to see is your bowling ball bag yeah so ridiculous the only weight on your shoulder is the bowling ball oh my god so now i'm lost because we're busy making fun of walter <laughs> yeah he says fuck walter oh. and the tournament yeah and walter's so offended that he said fuck the tournament oh you don't care about the tournament you don't care donnie get your bags we're out of here <laughs> yeah calm down man walter and donnie leave we briefly meet gary the bartender yes and i honestly wonder what he thinks of everything he just oh, heard oh he's the bartender he like walked around the bar yeah oh my god so that's sam elliott the actor with the mustache 
I just thought that he was some like enigma who just showed up. No, not that guy. Oh. The guy behind the bar. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought, okay, in like two seconds. Where here. bartenders would be. Yes. No, I thought you meant that he walked around to sit next to Walter. No, that guy I mean, didn't have a name. Okay. That's that was what just I thought. a cowboy guy. Okay. 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 No, that's what I thought. No, I wonder what Gary, the bartender, was like. Because you know he heard all this. He heard all of it. He also watched the gun got pulled the other time. So, yeah. like, he knows who Walter is. He's like, these three are a fucking mess. Yeah, I'd be like, get them out of my bowling alley. Yeah, so the dude orders a drink, and then all of a sudden there's a cowboy sitting next to him. And that's Sam Elliott. Okay. Yes. I don't know who that is. He's the guy with the mustache. Okay. I also don't even know if that's his name. I'm pretty sure that's his name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what his dealio was. I'm going to say movie. with confidence, he is the narrator we find out later on. Yeah. No spoilers. For sure. But he looks the exact same in every single movie. Oh, okay. Um, he's very, very clearly the mustache man who oh, okay. can wear a cowboy hat like nobody else. All right. Yes. I wasn't sure if like his whole thing was like a reference to something else or not. I'm sure. Probably. Oh, okay. But like they're making some small talk. And then he asks the dude how he's doing it. Then he tells the dude, sometimes you eat the bear and sometimes the bear eats you. So I think that's like the theme of the movie. It's like, thank you. Yeah. And there's some <laughs> sirens going on in the background, but we will just power through them. Yeah. So they compliment you can hear that. It's fine. <laughs> they compliment each other on their styles because they both have great, just top notch styles. Yeah. And then Sam Elliott goes, you know, the only thing is you you don't have to use so many cuss words. And then the dude's like, what the fuck are you talking about? So then he leaves. Yeah. So and that's then the end of his scene. Gary brings him the phone. Yes. Uh, Maude is on the line. He, How does she know where to find him? That's what I was wondering, too. I guess she knows him well enough that sure. if he's not home, he's at the bowling alley. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he probably goes to one of three places. on him. I don't know. She's on the line. She gives him shit for not going to the doctor. Yes. She referred him to. And also she needs to see him again. I'm like, Okay. Sure, We're in a rush. Yeah. I guess it's in a rush for calling the bowling alley. Because she's like, turns out my mother was actually kidnapped. Oh. Yeah, that's what she I didn't catch that. Whoops. Oh, wait, wait, oh. Because so dude tells her on the phone, he's like, well, your mom was actually kidnapped. And Maude's like, she most certainly was not. Yeah. So then he's like, but I have the evidence. And then she's like, who's the source, basically? Yeah. So we go back to Maude's place. It's yes. way less creepy with lighting on. Yes. But there's also a weird dude sitting there. He's like giggling at everything. Everything. He's making me very uncomfortable. Yes. His name is Knox. And he was the guy who shot the porno. Okay. Yeah. So Maude comes in after a while because like dude's talking to this guy and it's not very going. It's not going very it's well. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. There's just like a lot of unhinged laughing right now. Yeah. Dude tells her Bunny was definitely kidnapped. She doesn't agree. He learns that the dudes who threatened him are friends with Bunny and are in a band. Oh. Yeah. I missed that part of the conversation. Yeah. Um, Maude showed him their their record. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the other guy keeps giggling. Yeah, I was it, very uncomfortable. Like very, like during their whole back and forth. Yeah. And she asks dude if Uli has the money because Uli is one of the German guys. Yes. And he says no. She's like, well, who does? And as he's trying to explain, she brushes him off for a phone call. And him, her and the other guy are on the phone with some lady and they're like laughing like hysterically. Yeah. And like she's talking in Italian and I'm like she's not saying anything that would like <laughs> like just nonsense yeah there she wouldn't say be saying anything that would like cause all this laughter nothing yeah so <laughs> i'm like but he takes the record of the german band from mod and like leaves oh okay yeah See, i guess i just must have blacked out during that scene it, it was all the laughing maybe maybe and it I was, was like, very distracting yeah it was yeah. a very weird moment because like her it's it's very clear that like her and her friend have like this weird like thing. condescending like oh we're better than you thing yeah yeah and it's like what could they possibly what could be so hysterical right now that like you can just brush off this whole like situation yeah like what is this loser doing in my studio whatever yeah so then we cut to the dude at the doctor getting a checkup and the doctor tells the dude to take his shorts off and he's like no 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 i just got hit in the face and the doctor's like no no no, take your shorts off 
Uh, yeah, I was like, Maud did say he's very thorough. Yeah. And I was Strange. like, ah, she really meant thorough. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. I, I guess would. he did. Yeah. He definitely got his butthole checked. Yeah. So later <laughs> on, the dude is driving home, and then he sees that he's being followed again by the blue buggy He's smoking from weed and drinking, too. Yes. Well, he's Very driving. safe. We yeah. love to see it. So then he's so distracted by that that he goes to throw his joint out the window, but then he misses, so then it falls on his lap. Yeah, because his window's still up. Oh, true, because it doesn't yeah. work because his car is totaled. Yes. He shouldn't be driving that at all. But so he freaks out because now there's like the ashes on him. So yeah. then he like swerves it, then he ends up crashing again. So then he moves over, but then there's no joint there. So was he imagining it? No. Okay. I think it's just inconsistency. Cool. Okay. Love that. <laughs> but he does notice that there's some paper crumpled up in the seat. So he pulls that out and it's somebody's like eighth grade Spanish homework. It's yeah, it's some essay that's like marked up all yeah. crazy. Like this kid got like a really bad score. Yeah. So is that a lead? I don't know. They zoom, the camera zooms in on the name. I didn't catch the name because the handwriting's all like, Bleh. yeah. So the dude is now at Marty's performance and I totally forgot about oh, that. Oh, that's where we were. Because now it's Thursday. I was like, is this the theater? What are we doing? Yeah. Walter that shows up. Yeah. For some reason, Donnie's there too. Walter shows up. He has. Donnie's just supportive. Yeah. He's he really doing is. what he can. He's living his life. He's just there for a good time. Yeah. Walter shows up. He has information about the kid that's on the essay. Yes. And he's like, oh, the kid's dad is a TV show writer. And then they go on and they're like, oh, this guy's brilliant. Like, why is his kid so dumb? <laughs> his dad apparently wrote 156 episodes of this series. Yeah. And the kid got, you know, like a, a 20 on his homework. Yeah, out of like 100 yeah. on like an essay. So then Walter's like, all right, we'll go out there. We'll shake the kid down and then we'll get our million dollars back. And then he yells at Donnie to shut the fuck up for no reason at all. Again, we're in the why. middle of a performance. Yeah. But he does, at this point, he does try to quiet himself down. Like he's, he, I guess he realizes that he has a problem <laughs> and he tries to contain it, but he cannot. Yeah, he can't. So later that night, they pull up to the house. It's just Walter oh, and the dude. because they're, because all three, the reason no, why. No, it he, is the three of them. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why he yells at Donnie is because Walter mentions that the kid's house is by the in and out and Donnie's like, in and out? Oh, yeah. He's like, so he keeps bringing up in and out Yes, and he's trying to help them with the lo- location. And, and Walter's so like, like, please. We'll, yeah, he's like, we'll go to the house. And then Donnie's like, by the in and out <laughs> So then that's when Walter's like, shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. So, yes, later that night, we now, are... all three of them go. Yeah, I don't why? know why. Why did we need to bring Donnie into it? Yeah, we don't have... He does, don't involve him. He didn't need to be there. <laughs> Poor Donnie. Yeah, so they're sitting outside of this kid's house. There's a nice red car right out front, so they think that shiny, the kids spent the money. Shiny new sports car. Yep. So Walter's like, oh my God, the million dollars has gone on this car. Then Walter's like, I'm sure 900,000 is still there. Yeah. Which definitely. is fair. Yeah. Yeah. So then Walter and the dude go to knock on the door. We leave Donnie in the car. He's like, <laughs> little kid, don't go anywhere. Lock the doors, you know? Yeah. So then mom answers the door and they act like they're from school or something to talk to Larry, who is the kid. Yeah. So then they come inside. They see the dad is in some metal tube, like hooked up to some machines, which I is. I thought it was an iron lung. Is that what that is? I thought that that's what like they put people in when they had polio. I don't know. But also, it was the 90s, so I think polio was gone by then. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Either way, yeah, he's hooked up to this huge, massive machine. Yeah. And Walter starts fanboying at him, even though he's like not comatose, or he is comatose. Yeah, he's just not there. Yeah. Yeah, the kid comes out. Larry looks very out of it. Very out of it. Very yeah. like deadpan like nothing's gonna make him have any type of facial expression yeah so walter shows him his homework asks him about it 
while Walter is talking at him about his homework and like about the car, dude asks him about the money and the car and they get so pissed that Larry will not talk at all. Will not say anything. And Walter like is hyper fixating on his question about, is this your homework? Is this your homework? Is this your homework? Is this? And he will not let up about that. Yeah. And the dude is just like, can you ask him about the car? Like, where's the car? Yeah. And, then, and like, where's the briefcase? Where's the money? Yeah. Like this and that. And then they both start freaking the fuck out because this kid is just not reacting. Yeah. And like, I'm thinking the whole time, because just because I didn't see mom leave the room, I'm like, is mom right there? And they're talking like this to her kid? Like why? I would punch them in the face. Yeah. I don't, you don't talk to my kid like that. I don't know what her dealio was. Or even if she wasn't in the room, there's no way she didn't hear that. Yeah. So Walter is losing his fucking mind. He runs, grabs a crowbar, and is like, this is what happens, Larry, when, when you, you fuck, fuck a, stranger a stranger in the ass. Yeah, so he starts taking He's his crowbar. Screaming, repeating that throughout yeah. the entire neighborhood. Yeah, so Larry's watching, and dude's watching him just smash up this car. So Donnie's confused watching all this happen. Oh, of course. So, and so this car's getting smashed up, and then a random guy runs over saying that's his car, takes the crowbar, like whacks Walter with it real quick, and then starts smashing up the dude's car. And now the dude's like, my fucking car, man. <laughs> my car. And then now Walter's trying to apologize, like, oh, dude, I didn't know. You don't, you can't oopsie that. No, you can't. There's no way. Like, you, no. how do you bounce back from that? You don't. You oh, really don't. Mean? And also, like, you dumbass Walter, like, obviously that's not the kid's car because he's a child. Who's going to sell a child a car? That too. I mean, I don't know unless it was like a really greedy salesman. He's like, you have how much in cash? Oh, your dad said you could buy it? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but also, yeah. It was the 90s. It was the 90s though. It was the 90s. But also back to Walter not having the best sense of like critical thinking skills. Yeah. 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 He, I think he's one of those guys that just wants an excuse to be violent. (laughs) You know, he's, he's searching for it every single day to be violent. Well, I could easily just, again tie this all into, into like stuff. ptsd yeah but it's gonna end up being a longer episode it will be if we do well maybe we'll make it a special <laughs> later on because <laughs> the whole thing because like um you know like it is very like his he's very easily zero to 100 because of that yeah and but you're again you are right where he is lashing out violently and he's just lashing out to lash out yes because he has no other outlet yes and that's no what gets him attention. Deal. There's so many layers to it. Yeah, there's a lot. So anyway, we'll say we'll we'll go later on. Yeah. Later on, uh, the dude is accepting Walter's apology over the phone and he's like nailing well, some stuff into the They the get ground. in and out first. Oh, do they? they? I didn't even know. They that. got in and out on their way home. Oh, good for yeah, them. Yeah, at least they were they were mad, but at least they got that. Yeah. Well, because Donnie deserved it. <laughs> yeah, he did. Poor thing was in he didn't in danger. Need to be he didn't need to be there. Yeah. But so yeah, so Walter is apologizing uh the dude's like all right dude but i just like don't want you on any of the rest of this mission like you're out you're you're gone yeah at the same time he's nailing a bunch of nails like very sloppily into this two by four in front of his door yeah i guess he's trying to barricade his door but it's a pull not a push yeah so he has a chair like hooked up and then the second he finishes putting the chair down the door opens up yeah and it's the two dudes from the beginning yep yeah. <laughs> so they're like, hey, I'm back to punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah. So they knock him out. Now we watch a half naked woman get like, she's going up and down in the air for a while. She's like getting like popcorned on like a little like yes. thing on a, on a sheet, I guess. Yes. And it looks like we're in some kind of like cult situation. It looks like a beach party. It looked okay. fun. It looked kind of weird to me. <laughs> but you know, maybe I'm, I'm a little more. Um, You're very fixated on cults for someone who I, doesn't watch. <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't study anything about I love about to cults. draw judgments. <laughs> And I like to cast my um, I feel like, general. I feel like you've mentioned Colts in like the last chunk of episodes. Maybe I have. Maybe <laughs> this is my, my, I'm crying out to learn about them. Yeah. I thought it looked super fun. It was a whole, like, it just looked kind of weird to me. 
I don't know. It, maybe it was because they opened up on the girl getting popcorned on the thing. And I was like, why are we doing that? Yeah. What's going on here? Well, it's a weird way to transition into the scene. <laughs> anyway. But then we meet Jackie Treehorn, yes. the main dude who the money was owed to. And now we're in his house. So I guess the beach is like on his property. Yeah. Which which must be nice. Much, couldn't be me. Yeah. His house is amazing. We learned that Jackie's involved in entertainment publishing. So yes. Bunny's porn was one of his. And Jackie's like, so where's Bunny? And dude's like, I don't know. You tell me. He's like, no, you, you're the one that took her. Yeah. And he's like, no, you took her. <laughs> so it's just this back and forth. Everybody's confused about where Bunny is. Yeah. And Jackie also doesn't believe the kidnapping story because he knows it for some reason. He just knows everything's a mess and dude's in the middle of it. All he wants is his money. And he gets a phone call, writes down a note. So when he leaves the room, dude has a big brain moment and tries to rub pencil on the notepad to get the pen impression. Big brain. But it's just a dick drawing. Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Why, Jackie? <laughs> I mean, maybe he, he had to visualize something. Maybe it was for the, the plot of his next porn. Yeah. Because he also did just make the point that like it's hard now in the, the publishing game because there's so much amateur stuff out that, that his produced porn has to take some hits. So like the story and the production value. Yeah. So maybe he got like a great note about a story. Yeah. I didn't pay attention to any of that because I was like, I don't care about any of this information. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's like what the, the 10% that I took from that conversation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then, yeah, he goes off to like talk wherever he's talking. And then as he comes back, the dude like runs to go act natural. Yeah. But Jackie comes back with a drink, hands it to the dude. So they're talking about how, you know, if you go get that money for me, I will give you a 10% finder's fee. Wow. Which is that the same 10% as Maud's 10% or is that an additional 10%? I don't know if it's the same because we don't know how much Jackie's owed. Oh, true. Okay. I thought we were talking about the same million. Yeah. Because you don't, because if Jackie... I want to say 500,000, but then if, I mean, it kind of works out for the dude anyway, because if yeah. he takes the full million, he's splits still whatever money. with Jackie, yeah, then he still gets money. Yeah. I don't well, know. We never find out what the actual, like, we don't. Money it's is. not important, I guess. Yeah, definitely not. So dude tells him that this kid named Larry has it. He's 15, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> then Jackie's laughing about a kid stole your money yeah so then the dude who is drinking that white russian he's like trying to get up but he can't because he's drugged yeah so then he's trying to like fight falling asleep but then he ends up knocking going, out yeah and before he does he says he just wanted his rug back because it really tied the room together it really did and i'm like again the rug yeah, yeah. so now we cut to jackie treehorn presents the dude and maud lebowski in gutter ball gutter ball yes so now we're tripping yeah and it's just we're in a bowling alley but like an abstract bowling alley with infinite rental shoes fantasy bowling alley yep. saddam handles the shoe rentals oh yeah okay yeah the little name tag yep. i didn't even read it Yep, there's ladies decorated in bowling pins, and Maud is a Viking lady for some reason, but yep. she has bowling ball boobies. Yep. And they bowl together. And the, they dance. They dance. The ladies stand on the bowling alley with their legs apart, and mm -hmm. the dude flies under. Yep, his dream. Yeah. And then he, like, he first he's, like, face down flying under, and then he, like, rotates, looks up all their skirts, and then rotates back, and then goes through the pins. And then the topless lady is back, and now, like, some dude in a red jumpsuit is holding giant scissors running at them, and now there's three of them? Yeah, it's the German guys oh. with the scissors because oh. they're taking his peen. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> see, see, there's a lot of 
Sometimes I have a hard time with abstract. <laughs> so yes, now it connects. Yes. Yes. So he's running from them. And yes. then we see that he's actually running on a highway. Yes. From the cops. And he's yeah. getting pulled over. And now he's in the backseat. So now mm-hmm. we're back to reality. Yes. Still singing the same song from his trip moment from before. The music in this movie is good. It was interesting. Yeah. yeah. So now he's in the police precinct and saying that he wants his lawyer, but it's still like coming down off his high yeah so then the cop is like jackie says that he had to remove you from his property due to being drunk and unruly and the dude's like treehorn treats objects like women dude respect that yeah that was that's where it's at this cop's a fucking asshole i hate this guy yeah (laughs) so then he comes back with you know treehorn draws a lot of money to this town and you don't draw shit how shitty is that yeah and then he calls him a jerk off which is rude and then he throws a mug at his head and then kicks his ass for what what an asshole for what i hate this guy and then he's like stay out of malibu Okay, I didn't want to wow. come here anyway. Fuck you, yeah. Malibu. So Fuck now the you. dude is in a taxi and he has to change the radio channel. And the, because it's the Eagles again. Yeah, the cab driver is like very... Personally offended by this. Yeah, he is just already like super angry. Yeah, so he drags, he pulls over, drags the dude out of the car and drives off. So I guess he didn't want his fare. Because they start fighting with each other. For what? And this guy's like, I will kick you out. We're listening to my music. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. But so yeah. now he's on the side of the road and then we see a fancy red car drive by. It's Bunny. Yeah, rocking out. Rocking out, ha- perfectly healthy and fine. She's got a shiny new sports car, and she's got all her toes. All 10 of them. So if she's in on all this, she's a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so it also seems that he booby-trapped himself. We go back home to um the dude. It seems like he booby-trapped himself with his plank of wood. Yeah, and his place is trashed. Wrecked. Yeah. So um, he- Again, he needs locks. He needs locks. Yeah. But also at what point did they just, even if he did have locks, w- would it have helped in the situation <laughs> that he's in? Uh, yeah, true. Yeah. Maude walks over because for some reason she's there. Yeah. And she, then she's like, love me. Yeah. Okay. okay. Thanks. Sure. <laughs> so then later on after sex, he's telling her about himself. Apparently he was one of the original authors of the Port Huron statement. Don't know what that is. Yeah, me neither. So then he's smoking something and then he tells her about what he does it's for recreation. <laughs> Oh, it looked like a different... It was like a weird on a stick thing. I yeah, because he was holding the roach on a stick so he doesn't burn his fingers. Oh. It's like a I've little tweezer thing. Interesting. Yeah. It's what you do when you just... You don't want to get burnt. Oh. Well, he's smoking that. <laughs> yeah. And then he chokes on it. Yeah. So then he goes to like make a, a cocktail or something and then he's telling her about Larry who has the money, which I think is a mistake because now she would screw him over. She's yeah. like, well, that's where the money is. So like, bye. You're Doesn't, useless to me. He also mentions that he's part of the Seattle 7 and the yes. scene too yes, and like was... a bunch of other stuff and that he was like a roadie yeah and like yeah so he did like some important stuff and like some not as important stuff yeah yeah see if that would have made more sense to me if i knew what the seattle seven was yeah i mean we find out yeah yeah we find out <laughs> from our fun facts yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so then yeah so she's telling him about her dad how big lebowski is actually broken all the money is on mom's side so she Maud, is the one who gave him an allowance instead of the other way around yeah, she's like, he has a generous allowance. And we, like, put him in charge of stuff, so he, like, feels special. Yeah, he's got an ego thing. It's a, Yeah, you know. he's so vain. Yeah. How much is his allowance that he has a fucking mansion? It's too much. That's an extravagant allowance. Yeah, but also it's, like, the 90s, so it could be much less than it is now. Oh, uh, true, true. You know? But she's huddled up on the bed now, like, like hugging her knees. She's doing, like, yoga or whatever. Yeah, and she's telling him that it increases chances of conception. And I'm like, bro, you don't know him yet. Yikes. Whew. Yeah, and she's like, I didn't come for fun. I wanted a baby. And before dude can be like, no, she explains that she wants a child from a man who d- will definitely not want to be in the picture. But okay, like consent is still a thing? Yeah. Also, like, I can't tell if it's rude or not that she pinned him to be that kind of person. Right, true. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. would be like, ouch. Ouch. <laughs> I would love to be in that child's life. But also, like, who are you, man? Or like, okay, I didn't want a child, but you're like, you didn't have to, like, blow it in my face like that. Right, Yeah. 
Because <laughs> you don't have to call I me would, a deadbeat dad. I would want a child out of spite now. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, you know, what? I actually do want to be in that child's life. Thank you very much. Thanks. I want everyone to know. I'm going to be so present. <laughs> yeah, she, I'll be at all the soccer games. I'll be at all the baseball games. You won't even know. Yeah, she's like, I want someone who's a dad who will like not want to be involved, not want to be in social events. Like, I don't have to see you. Like, you're not involved at all. Like, we're not friends at all. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, that hurts. Rude. Yeah, she didn't have to say it that way. Yeah. <laughs> So then I was like, ouch, Maud. I totally like glossed over the whole like taking his sperm like yeah. with no like Consent. permission at all. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like that. I was just like, that's a little rude. Yeah. Again, it's we're mean. watching two different movies. We are. We are. <laughs> but then again, instead of him processing that, he goes, oh, I've just made a breakthrough. I need to call Walter. What? 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 This, everybody's priority in this movie is in so many different like ex- extremes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, like, I guess he had a light bulb moment from when she mentioned, like, the allowance and all that yeah. stuff. So the dude calls Walter, and he calls him for help. And Walter's like, but it's Shabbos. And he's like, but this is important. And he's like, is it life or death? Because this is the only reason why I would use my phone right now. And he's like, you need to pick me up right now. And then Walter's like, but I can't use my car, which, again, I respect if you can't, like, you know. He's like, it's my day of rest. Yeah. But then the dude's he's like, like, are you dead or dying? He's like, dude, <laughs> just pick me up. It's important. It's about the money. He threatens to leave the bowling team if he doesn't help. I mean, that's life or death. Yeah. Whew. So the dude goes outside. He spots that Volkswagen again, decides to go up to it and confront the guy. Finally. And we, and we learn the guy is a PI for Bunny's family and they want their daughter back. But he shows a photo of Bunny and says she ran away a year ago, but he shows a high school cheerleading photo. So oh, my God. I had a full on panic moment. Oh, my God. I didn't even put that together. Yeah. I I was <sighs> like, oh, my God. What the fuck? She's a How teenager. She? How old is she? <laughs> I, was <sighs> like, I was like, what the fuck? No. Uh. I had a full on panic moment. Oh, why'd you say that? Ah. Uh. <laughs> I was like, wow, no. I hope that it's just like the last picture they have of her and not like the most recent one. I really can't. That's what I'm hoping to. Oh, man. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh. And the PI asks if they can share info and the dude says no. He's like, fuck you. Get away from me. Yeah. And then and Walter just then, shows him. Yeah. yeah. So he leaves. So now that, that man, that plot is just dead now. Yeah. And we cut to the German group at a diner, but now they have a lady friend and the camera pans down and it was her toe. Her toe. Her toe is gone. Wow. She must get overtime for that. That's fucked up. If I had to give up my toe for a job, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. They're going to pay for that. They must not really like her. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Talk about a healthy work environment, Or right? they were very confident in getting that money. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and they did not expect all of this. So also now I'm like, who are the Germans? Because are they Lebowski's people? Like, are, or are they just rogue? Like, who are they working for? Yeah, because Maude mentioned that they're friends with Bunny. Right. But then, like, you're like, but who are they? Right. Are they self-serving? Like, are we? Are I don't know. I'm confused yeah. about their place now. Yeah, because I felt like I felt like the whole murder plot was kind of going. I mean, not murder plot. The whole ransom and kidnapping plot was going like in every direction. I was like, there's too many parties involved. So many parties. It got yeah. very sloppy. Yeah, we go back to the dude and he's explained to Walter, like, Lebowski yelled at me but didn't do anything. And why did he come to me anyway if he knows I'm a fuck up and he doesn't really care about his million dollars? So the dude thinks Lebowski was over Bunny and that the briefcase was actually empty and that he is basically staging this whole thing so that way he can steal money and hide it and hide and it. blame it on the dude he just needed like a schmuck to blame it on yeah and he explains all this stuff and walter's like okay and this was an emergency why <laughs> hello hello because he's also like it's shabbat so w- explain this to me yeah and then that's when the dude's like you're not jewish you're polish catholic yeah and they go into like a whole thing about whether or not walter is jewish or not and he's like i converted when i married my wife and he and the dude's like you're not married anymore and he's like but i'm still part of the religion 
that would be i wonder how i would react in that situation yeah i mean you know walter be in whatever religion you want but can we just not focus on you for a second right yeah maybe <laughs> maybe that's what annoys me about walter is that he thinks it's his movie when it's not his movie yeah like it, he's like the world circles around me like, yeah this is an emergent this is not an emergency because it is not my life or my well-being that right. is on the line right but he did insert himself into it to make it about him yeah because he wanted the money of course yeah. because when it was about the money it's our plan and right. our money exactly Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. i can write a whole essay yeah. Anyway, we get to the, the Lebowski house and that red car that Bunny was driving is crashed up on the fountain. Yeah, it's like half in. Yep. Like, Great yeah. parking job. Yeah, Brant's freaking out, picking up her clothes. She's like running around nude. Apparently she went to go visit friends. And, and just didn't tell anybody. Yeah, so whatever. Yep. yep. The dude goes up to Lebowski and says he totally knows he lied about the million and kept it for himself. And Lebowski gives a little cheeky like reply of, oh, you have your story and I have mine. I entrusted the money to you and you stole it. Isn't it so nice that you could just like manifest your own truth like that? Yeah, right. Imagine a world. <laughs> and the dude goes off on him. It says he picked some guy who he considered a deadbeat that the community wouldn't worry about. And Lebowski's like, yeah. Isn't that true though? And he's like, okay, yeah, but whatever. You have to throw it in my face like yeah. that. First mod and now this. <laughs> so, then, so then Walter steps in and he calls Lebowski a phony because he's like, I've seen a lot of spinals and you, you're you faking it. I know you're faking it. Yeah, Lebowski yells at him when he calls him a phony millionaire. Of course, because yeah. it's his ego. But then Walter starts stepping up to him and Oof. he's like, oh, 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 no. Changes his tune real quick. Yeah. and But then yeah. the most chaotic thing I've ever seen. Oh my God, Walter picks this man up. And throws him on the ground to be like, see, look, you can stand. Ah! He didn't stand. No, he did not. He face planted it. Then he starts crying. Yeah. So then the dude is like, oh, fuck, dude, come on. Like, help me pick him up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Again, I don't know how I would react in that situation. Me neither. Just, I don't need Walter in my life. I would feel so bad. Yeah. So then oh we come back God. to Donnie bowling. He gets a nine. We're back to bowling. Uh, when are we not back to bowling? Bowling is so grounding. Yeah. But he gets nine instead of a strike. That's yeah. so, so rough. And the camera focuses on that for a while. Yeah. And it's always the last one. You know, there's always that, that one that won't go down. Yeah. They're hanging out. Then their league opponents show up. That that one guy. Quintana. Yeah. And he goes off on him. Um, and he's like, what is this day of rest bullshit? Yeah. Th that came out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't know, man. You have your day of rest and I have mine. Yeah. Thank you. So then he's like, I'm going to kick your ass on Wednesday. Yeah. So are, are we mad that we just didn't kick his ass on Saturday? Oh, totally. <laughs> How dare you change the schedule? How dare you? It was not convenient for me to do it on a Thursday or a Wednesday. Yeah, how dare you? I wouldn't want to play bowling on a Wednesday. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, so after bowling, they go outside. The German guys are back, and they lit the dude's car on fire. It is fully aflame. Yeah, they are really in all in on this fake plan. They're committed. Yeah, it's Because, I mean, what if they don't even know that it's a fake plan? <laughs> you know, what if it was like a, they, you know, they were just for hire and they're just yeah. trying to do their job. Yeah, right. And Isn't like Lebowski rough? didn't call them and yeah. was like, yeah, this is done. So they scream over to them and they're like, give me the money or we'll kill the girl. So then the dude's like, we, you don't, we, you don't you have don't the girl. You don't have her. You never we had her. We know for a fact you don't have her. Yeah. He's like, fuck off. They still insist on getting the money. Walter goes off on them and they're like, we'll just take whatever money's on you. And then oh one God. of them is like his, they point to one of the other one, his girlfriend gave up her toe. So we'd like the million dollars and it's not fair. <laughs> oh oh that well no one told you to cut anyone's toe off yeah yeah what what i don't know get out of here I just ransom is so uh 
interesting. Yeah. So Walter is now ready to throw down, right? Yes. So these guys like come up, they step up. They're we're gonna do a whole fight. Oh wait, but first, what's really funny is like when they say that we'll take whatever money you have on you. They manage to put together like five dollars. Yeah. Like Walter is like, what's mine is mine. Like you fuck off. You're not yeah. getting anything. And meanwhile, like the dude and Donnie are like, let's calm down. Like let's just give them like whatever. These and they have five dollars like, and change. Yeah. So Walter throws his bowling ball bag super hard at one guy, then rips another guy's ear off and punches him. And then one guy is like attacking um, the dude. So he like knocks him out. This is also like the weirdest fight I've ever seen. Yeah. It's like not cohesive at all. No, not at all. And then poor Donnie is like down on the ground, like clutching his chest. They think he got shot, but there were no shots fired. And then they realize he's having a heart attack. Oh, Donnie does not deserve that. Poor Donnie. Didn't deserve that. Yeah. I'm going to blame Walter. <laughs> I mean, I think Walter dragged him into it. Yeah, in a sense, he did. Or, I mean, he was tagging along, but poor thing. You know, I mean, I, he I mean, Walter friends. escalated the fight. Yeah, for sure. I just like to blame Walter. Yeah, he Donnie didn't need to be there. I mean, yeah. I mean, the whole thing could have, you know, not happened if if they just gave him the five dollars. If they, yeah, there you go. Even ten, if Walter would have just given opened his wallet for like one second. Yeah. Again, though, your money is your money. However, in like this kind of situation. Yeah. I think it might be worth $5 to get away with like a nice life. Yeah, maybe. But to each their own, I guess. Yeah. Later on, the dude and Walter are sitting at some fancy desk. We're at the mortuary. And this Donnie dude. Died. Don, I, Donnie they, died. Why did they really do Why did they have to do that? Oh, I was really upset. Yeah. I was like, why'd they kill him? For this what? poor guy. For what? Yeah. So then he gives them a portfolio and it's like all their charges. So they're like, we don't want this urn for $180. We're going to go scatter his ashes. So then the I think guys... I it was more expensive than that because they said their cheapest was 3000 Their and cheapest were... was 180 They go up to 3000 Oh, yeah. okay. Which is a lot. I never expected that, that for an urn. Funerals which are I guess expensive. Makes sense. Yeah. All that stuff's expensive. Yeah. So then Walter and the dude are like, do you have anything that we could just like rent or something? Like something small? Yeah. Anything? So the dude is like very pressy about the, the cheap urn at $180. So then, of course, Walter starts shouting. Mm-hmm. Cut to a cliff. Yeah, they have a coffee can. Yep. They ended up just putting his ashes in a coffee can. Because they're like, we're just scattering him. We don't need yeah. an expensive urn. Yeah. So they go to a cliff. Walter gives a speech about... Like, he gonna connect, again, he connects it to the war. Yeah. It, it started off as a nice eulogy. And then it became about Walter. So then he ends it by saying, Donnie, we give your immortal remains to the bosom of the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, so he lets the ashes out, but it's windy, so all the ashes go right at Dude. Oh, that's gross. So gross. Oh, my God. And, and Dude he, just takes it. He stands there. Like, he's all pissed off. He just stands there, and all the ashes just get all over him. Yeah. Oh, my so God. So then when Walter finally turns around, Dude is like, Dude, what the fuck was that? Yeah. He's like, not everything is about the war, and everything with you is such a mess. He's everything. Like, he's like, you fuck everything up. And then that's when Walter finally apologizes. And he's like, like, I feel like it was genuine. He's like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. And like, he repeats that a while. And then now it's awkward. So they're hugging. But it's like awkward because I'm sure they've never hugged each other ever in their well, lives. Well, Walter pulls him into a hug. Yeah. Dude is like so pissed off at him. And about you have like your dead everything. friend on you. Yeah. Oh. You. The wind. The, the wind. Use your brain, man. Oh, my God. I, I would not have been able to keep composed. No. I would have jumped him. Yeah. I would have thrown to push him off the cliff. <laughs> so now we're back at the bowling alley. Montage of the operations and everyone cleaning up for the night. Yeah. So then Jude goes to get some drinks from the bar. Then he apologizes for Donnie, as always. Yeah. I wonder how many people in their community, you know, like, I, want, I think Gary did. 
Gary yes, said like sorry for yeah. your loss. Yeah. I wonder if they had like a um like an in honor of Donnie game. Yeah. You know, they should have. I was kind of expecting it to be like, oh, like you're in Donnie's will, here's a million dollars. Imagine yeah. if Donnie had the money the whole time. Yeah. That would he deserved it. Oh, for sure. The cowboy guy is there again. Yes. He's back because dude says some line about oh, when um when Gary says sorry about Donnie, he says, you know, sometimes you eat the bear and then that's when the cowboy comes like it's almost like his summoning line. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't so, catch that. Yeah, you know, it's just something I decided to put together. Yeah. It might not be an actual connection. <laughs> uh, so then Gary tells the dude to take care of it, and the dude says, the dude abides, and then he walks away. So then the cowboy looks directly at camera, and then so now he's addressing us saying, you know, the dude saying the dude abides, like, calms me down a little bit. It gives me hope. And then he gives us this whole, like, inspirational monologue that I didn't really listen to. Yeah, me neither. About how the future, and he hopes that they make it to the finals, and things seem to have worked out for dude and the wall and walter and it was a good story that he was able to laugh at but he didn't like seeing donnie go but it's still good to know that there's a little lebowski on the way and again we didn't acknowledge that at all after the first conversation yeah until now yeah and it seems like we're just okay with it he like recaps the story i also didn't like that donnie died neither did i <laughs> yeah but then he says some other eloquent stuff and then he wishes as well and now the movie's over yeah well so that was the big lebowski yeah i liked this one there was like a lot of ridiculousness in it i again this was the first one where i didn't love it but i think it might be because i split it up over two days so i might want to watch it again because i almost want i don't want to make myself like it but i know so many people like it that i want to see it you know yeah you're like why to like understand yeah yeah, yeah. why do people like and it? like not just like people as in like the general public but like people i know like it yeah so like if they like it then i like to think that i should like it yeah. or not should but like would like it so i would like to give this movie another chance oh for sure yeah to like passive maybe like passively oh, watch yeah like a real a real like active watch and not like a note taking like this is for the thing watch yeah you know what i mean definitely so you have some fun facts for us i have many fun facts for you a yeah. rachel fun fact if you will ah thanks rachel. did you know that in 2014 the big lebowski became one of 700 culturally historically or aesthetically significant films preserved for future generations through the library of congress's national film registry oh that's cool how impressive Isn't Trek one I believe so, yes. Nice. Which it is. It's impactful. It's yeah. inspiring. It's insightful. You know, it does it all. <laughs> Did you know that the dude is in every single scene? Huh. Yeah. That doesn't always happen. It does not. And I did not notice that. But yeah. it makes sense now thinking that about it. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. The, did you know he was uh, the bad guy in Iron Man? The dude? Yeah. Jeff Bridges? Yeah. He's like the bald villain. The uh, first Iron Man was so long ago. I don't remember. Yeah. I, I My brother pointed it out and I was like, what are you talking about? Huh. Yeah. I would believe it. I just don't remember it at all. You'll you'll remember it if you see a picture. I'll show you a picture. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. okay. that was like 2009 that came out, right? Yeah. So long ago. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. The budget for this movie was $15 million, but it only made five at the box office. Wow. That That's sucks. rough. Yeah. And did you know, this is rough for us to hear. Steve Buscemi's dead body has ended up in smaller and smaller parts throughout the Cohen filmography, finishing up as a corpse in Miller's Crossing, a disembodied leg in Fargo, and ashes in The Big Lebowski. That's fucked up. What did he do to them? What did they have against Are him? Are they just picking on him? Why would they do that? We gotta we gotta talk to those Cone brothers. What is what? <laughs> What's the deal you I, I don't know, man. Oh my god. So Greystone Mansion, which is the Lebowski mansion, uh -huh. has popped up in The Muppets, The Prestige, Rush Hour, The Social Network, The Dirty Dozen, and most notably, the I Would Do Anything for Love by Meatloaf song. Huh. Yeah. That is so interesting. Love I a good love location. The Muppets. 
<laughs> I love Rush Hour. Yeah. And The Social Network. The Social Network might be one of my favorite movies, like as far as like a quote unquote film cinematic movie goes. Ah. But as far as like favorite movie, Mulan, hands down, without a doubt. <laughs> I don't think I cared for The Social Network. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It was very much. And also because it came out in 2010, which is like around. Well, it was before I got into like movies and film and stuff. But yeah. like by the time I did watch it, I was like, oh, shit, David Fincher, man. I gotta like this movie. Yeah. So, you huh. know. It was it was a situational fave. Yeah. But also it still holds up, I think, for me. Okay. But also no, I'm not gonna say. Anyway, Jeff Bridges searched his own closet for his costume. Did you know that? He thought he had a lot in common with the dude and found his t shirts and shoes from his own wardrobe. That's so fun. I wonder if he rented out his own wardrobe to this to the movie. (laughs) They do that sometimes. That's fun. And the dude is based off of Jeff Dowd, who is a producer that the Coen brothers met on Blood Simple, which is one of their older movies. And Dowd also goes by the dude, was one of the Seattle Seven, who are seven members of the Seattle Liberation Front that helped organize a 1970 Vietnam War protest in downtown Seattle's federal courthouse and were charged with conspiracy to incite a riot after the protest turned violent. Huh. That is a mouthful. That is... But, but that's a lot. He's involved. Good for him. Yeah. You're supposed to be involved in some way, right? Yeah, absolutely. Those are our fun facts. Yeah. Thanks, those Rachel. Fun. I like yeah. those. Thanks, Rachel. Yeah. Anyway, that was The Big Lebowski. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Did other people like this movie? Was it just me that was like, I think really, I think it was Walter that turned me off of the movie. <laughs> I really do. You didn't like all the yelling? The do- I hated the yelling. Um <laughs> Maybe that's like a weird trigger thing for me. I'll have to like self-examine. I don't know. But the dude was a good guy. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, he did some questionable things, but his heart was in the right place. Yeah. I mean, he didn't want to kill Bunny. He didn't want to kill Bunny. He didn't want her to die. So for that <laughs> bare minimum, he gets a point for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I'll, I'll figure. And also maybe I didn't like it because of how we treated Steve Buscemi. Yeah. I think he deserved a little more respect. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. So anyway, that's it. That's Thanks for the listening. Big, oh, my bad. That's the Big Lebowski. Thanks for listening. You can find us on all the streaming platforms. Late to the Party by Chowdy Media. On all of, I was going to name them, but I will never remember There's them. There's so many. There's so many of them. But you can also find us on social media at Chowdy Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, on LinkedIn at some point. Yeah, we're very spotty with the, the not, did I say LinkedIn? I meant Letterboxd. <laughs> we're very spotty with our reviews, but you know, we'll get there when we get there. I was like what yeah i mean <laughs> I was like, since, when? since when did we have a linkedin when we um became girl bosses yeah and we we just love doing girl boss things oh, you know for sure yeah just girly things yeah and speaking of just girly things you should definitely call jessica damari so she can girl boss you her own theme song <laughs> it's a great look for you thanks girl and i believe that's it yeah okay bye, bye.